unconditional love, the love of Christ. This was what I had been looking for and didn't know it. Mm-hmm. All right. I, I knew that when I found Christ, I found that unconditional love. I knew that he was at work in my heart to transform and change me. But this was the first time I was being put to test in a relationship with a fallen sinner. Mm-hmm. What, what's your thoughts going through? I mean, like in this moment, I mean, obviously those are your words and that, that, that sticks with me. But uh, we call that the talk, you know, the day we mm-hmm. had the talk. Yeah. What about it? What's, what was your, your take that day? in that um hmm. i mean it was a shock a little bit you know of course nobody expects perfection but yeah knowing more of the you know you i knew that you were older you know well i mean there's a little bit of an age gap anyway yeah (laughs) and i'm the young one i know he looks young but (laughs) but um yeah so then knowing that on top, you know, it it was um, a little bit surprising. Sure. Yeah. But, you know, at the end of the day, that might really my thought process at that moment was, well, <laughs> who hasn't messed up? Yeah. You know? Absolutely. It took the same amount of shed blood for you as it did for me. That's exactly right. So we're all, everything's even at the foot of the cross. Yeah. You know, we're all in the same boat. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and so... I think for viewers out there who are wondering about coming together, two separate lives, two separate paths, moving forward, and eventually we would marry and come together and bring the background baggage, whether it be you know one of religiosity, uh, whether it be one of hedonism, mm-hmm. uh, and, you know whatever the case. You come together into one marriage and you bring baggage. Um, what do you do with heavy baggage? Well, what do you do with heavy baggage when you're on a trip? You unpack it. You unpack. And that's what we did. We unpacked it. And I think part the important part of marriage is if we're going to have a a marriage that's built upon the building blocks of a biblical marriage, we got to think biblically. So when Allison responds, even in those early days, uh, recognizing, in essence, you know, 2 Corinthians 5.17, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things are becoming new. You knew I was a new person. The person you were seeing didn't jive with the person I just described to you. Yeah. The guy that I used to be, the things that I used to do, the places I used to go. Um, and so she recognized God at work in me. And so I would start by saying, if you're in a marriage right now and maybe, uh, maybe you haven't been transparent, there hasn't been that talk. Well, well, first off, you need to have that talk, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. Um, that talk should happen, uh, in the earlier stage of, of courting, getting to know each other, dating, whatever the practice is of the person. You can go back and hear our other episode on, on what we've learned since then. Um, but I think it's very important that you have the talk. Uh, to Again, to share some of those things that you've been through. Um, we have viewers out there that, again, they, they are maybe on their second or third marriage and for a lot of them, they carry the undue baggage of guilt, shame, 
Um, what do you say, Allison, in a situation like that where, uh, again, yeah, I hear you. We need to unpack these things, but uh, hey, it's hard. You, you don't you don't know my past. You don't know what I've struggled with. You don't know what I've been through. What do you say to that? It is hard. Mm-hmm. It is hard. But you you there's no way to move forward. Okay. If you can't deal with that, there's forgiveness. Amen. You know, there's grace. There's yeah. mercy. And that grace and mercy is found at the same place. Yeah. You heard Allison a while ago. It took the same amount of blood, the same amount of shed blood of Jesus Christ to forgive her that it took to forgive me. And so what we can't do in a marriage is to somehow now begin to weigh things. Mm-hmm. Well, at least I didn't do what you did. At least I didn't go down. You know, and, and so you, you, you can't, we don't go there, mm-hmm. right? We go to the cross. Because if I'm unpacking on a, on a trip, there's a proper place for me to put my drawers, right? <laughs> and the place we need to put our baggage is at the foot of the cross mm-hmm. in our marriage as yeah. Christians. And just like the, the packing of a real life suitcase is mm-hmm. a perfect example because I'm sure everybody's home is the same. You've got one spouse who's a heavy packer oh, yeah. Yeah. who packs everything that would be Jeremy. Yeah. I pack light. She I want does. to. I just pack enough to get me through. And mm-hmm. if there's a washing machine at the place, even better. I don't have to pack as much. Yeah, bro, I'm bringing the whole wardrobe, <laughs> yeah. man. But that's okay. Yeah, we still gotta put away our bags. That's right. We still gotta unpack. Yeah. Doesn't matter how much yeah. baggage you bring. Yeah. Uh, on the journey, uh, it's still gotta be unpacked. And for us as believers, it comes at the foot of the cross. Yeah. I want you to think about this. Daniel nine nine says it this way: To the Lord our God belong mercy and forgiveness, though we have rebelled against him. Even though you and I have rebelled against God, because again, you're just as much dead, spiritually speaking, as I am. Absolutely. Regardless of how much sin debt I have put on the charge card, uh, the bank's broke, mm-hmm. right? You're, you're dead in your trespasses and sin. I'm dead in my trespasses and sin. And so when we understand that, again, that the, at the foot of the cross, it's level. It's level ground. God's grace, his mercy, his forgiveness is there. Ephesians 1, 7, beautiful passage. We just talked about this last night in our Bible study uh, here with the youth at the church. Ephesians 1, 7 says this. In him, we have redemption through his blood. This is Christ. In him. Who? In Jesus Christ. In him we have redemption through his blood. The forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. Marriage is about grace. Mm -hmm. Marriage is to be about grace. Psalm 103, 12. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. I have to be a grace giver. If I'm a grace receiver, I must be a grace giver. In what better place than in a marriage? I can't hold things that Allison's done in the past against her, whether that be before marriage or during marriage. I think that's another problem that couples face a lot of times in marriage. They want to hold over their spouse's head uh, something they did yesterday. And love doesn't keep a record of wrongdoing. If, if you're in the record-keeping business, then you're in the wrong business as a Christian mm-hmm. because Christians don't keep records of wrongdoing. Um, 
we're forgiven, mm-hmm. right? Therefore, we should be people of forgiveness. Um, we know the meaning of grace, right? Therefore, we should be a people of grace. We know the love of God. Therefore, we should be people who love like God. I, I think that's hugely important. Yeah. No matter what your past is, no matter what you've been through. But again, Allison, I'm going to have viewers out there that are going to say, well, preacher, because that's how they say it. Preacher, <laughs> you don't know what I've been through. <clears throat> what do you say, Allison? What do you say to those suffering from PTSD? Right? Yeah. It's a real thing. A so what, real are, thing. what are you going to say to those people who are, who are struggling with who knows what? Yeah. I don't know what they've been through. I know God knows what they've been through. Absolutely. And I know that they don't know what I've been through either. Okay. What do you mean by that? So I recently at a marriage conference we just did recently, mm-hmm. I, I had some ladies, well, one in particular, that was really struggling with this part. Okay. That the baggage. I have brought so much baggage into my marriage. Mm. He doesn't understand that I've had this happen to me and this happen to me and this happen to me. Right. And that's... I, I, that's terrible. Sure. Yeah, I'm. You know, I'm really sorry that bad things have happened to people. Right. I've had bad things happen to me. It's yes. not fun. It's not. No. It can be traumatic. For Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. For sure. Yeah. But I just try to encourage the lady that you know. Yes, it's. Oh, it would be nice for him to try to understand. You know what issues you're going through. Sure. But I can promise you, ladies, your husband has had junk happen to him too. Yeah. And so if I expect Jeremy to say to me or to understand my baggage right. and show me grace, yeah. I know you have baggage sure. and stuff has happened to you that's crappy. Yeah. So I need to be able to show you that same grace too. Absolutely. It, it's a two-way street. It is a two-way street. And it's very important to recognize, again, when we're, we're not in a jumping contest here, right? Yeah. Who's been through more, me or you? Yeah. All right. And sometimes this is what it feels like in our culture today. Absolutely. That that everybody's a victim in that you know, and somehow we've all become victims. Yeah. My trauma is worse than your trauma. Right. And and as believers, that's not the game we play. Because I recognize that if I'm in a jumping contest and 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 sin is our measuring stick, well, newsflash. We're on the edge of the Grand Canyon. It doesn't matter whose is less or more. The second we jump, mm-hmm. we're dead. Dead is dead. We're, we're, <laughs> no we're, matter. We're dead. Mm-hmm. Did you get that, people? We are dead, spiritually speaking, until we meet Christ. And when we meet Christ, we're not immune to the obstacles of life. doesn't mean that all of a sudden we're not going to have pitfalls and, and obstacles and traumatic things and things that's going to happen in our life. Uh, it, it it's life. We are in a fallen world. And because we're in a fallen world, sinful things happen. And that doesn't mean it's necessarily your fault or my fault. Right. There are consequences of being in a sinful, fallen world. Mm-hmm. Example, I may be out just on a Sunday afternoon drive and someone could run a stop sign, yep. drunk driver, plow through, hit me, and there are consequences to that man's actions, yeah. right? That affect me mm-hmm. and harm me and bring things into my life 
that is a result, again, of being in a fallen world. What do I do with that baggage? Mm-hmm. Well, there's, there's a couple of ways I can, I can handle that. I could uh, try to deal with it on my own, right? Um, I, I could uh, potentially uh, seek help elsewhere. But at the end of the day, where am I going to find my help? Mm-hmm. Where am I going to find the grace that I need? It's going to be in one place and one place only. And that's in Christ. Yeah. Ultimately, the things that are in this world that have come as a result of the fall, death, disease, sickness, famine, the pain, the suffering, these are results in a general sense of the fall. And there's only one answer to help us in navigating a sinful world in a fallen world, and that's the person Jesus Christ. So what I've got to do is I've got to find my identity. My identity is not a victim. My, my identity is not in a survivor of fill in the blank. We do this a lot, right? One of the things I used to struggle, uh, I, I, I drank. Um, and... Before I was a believer, uh, I drank a lot. And I know that it's common today. You will hear the phrase often turn around in certain, uh, thrown out in certain circles of, um, uh, I'm an alcoholic, and as if that is their label for the rest of life. I'm an alcoholic, but I've not drank in, you know, 20 years is what some people would say. No, that's you carrying your baggage. Mm. I'm not an alcoholic. All right, I am a child of the King. I am a son of God because I have by faith received Christ. I'm a new creation. Galatians 2.20 says it best. I've been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives within me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave his life for me. Why would I live any other way? Why would I live in a false identity that wants to put a label upon me and keep me trapped? And marriages are doing this by carrying their baggage and taking that into the marriage and saying, well, you know, I've been hurt all my life. Mm -hmm. I guess you're going to hurt me too. And I'm projecting Mm -hmm. that upon you. I'm putting an identity upon myself as if somehow I'm always going to be that same victim. What do you say, Allison? What do we do with things like this? What's what's your thoughts on that? Folks, we're going to stop right here and pause for the calls. And we're going to pick up in this episode next week, right here, same time, same back channel. Until then, though, we'd like for you to go to the website, register for our upcoming Building Blocks for a Biblical Marriage. Coming up. May 12th and 13th, 6.30, Friday night, dinner's included. Nice. Um, Saturday, 10 Mm -hmm. a.m., lunch is included. Oh, nice. And should be a good time. Register at cbclagrange.org. cbclagrange.org. Again, go ahead, space is limited. So we'd love for you to go ahead and invite somebody out, be a part of the evening. Going to be a great time as well on Saturday. Lots of fun here at CBC LaGrange. 
uh, .org. Check it out. Register today. Until then, until next week, we'll resume this podcast right where we left off. I want to remind you, you're a living stone. Go build something great.